Welcome to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast with your host, Greg Shepard. Greg is a fee-only financial advisor who specializes in helping those in higher education to take control of their retirement. Since 2001, Greg has helped employees all over the country make the most of their retirement plans. Hey there, folks. I tell you what, I've got a rather interesting topic for you today and a relatively new topic as well. New in the sense that from a financial planning standpoint, I've really introduced this idea uh, to my clients maybe six, seven months ago, something like that. I really started educating myself on the topic around a year ago. I did go through an academy, an online course, and graduated from that just because I wanted to get educated on this topic. And uh, before I get going, my name is Greg Shepard. I do have an independent investment management firm headquartered here in Kansas City, but we do, I do specialize in helping higher education employees all over the country with their retirement plan. We specialize in getting employees to retirement and transitioning into retirement successfully. So back to this topic at hand. It's a topic that it's it's a little off the beaten path, but it's becoming a bigger part of my business and the industry as a whole. Like I mentioned, especially in the last couple I'd say a couple of years, but more so the last couple of months. I've seen a lot of higher education uh, retirement plans introduce these types of investments into their retirement plans. Some successfully, others not very. So it's a part of my industry that's certainly evolved over the years. And that evolution, in my opinion, is just from the demand and I guess a lack of supply in the industry. So I'm talking about investing in a socially responsible way. Now, when I say that, that is a very general description. When I or anybody says that they like investments that are socially responsible, what does that actually mean? How do these companies impact the environment positively? And by what criteria are these companies measured by in order to be called socially responsible investments? or socially responsible companies. Well, that right there is what we're going to unpack today in this very short podcast. So if you're of the opinion or belief that you'd like to invest in a manner that's more environmentally and or socially positive, then this short podcast is just perfect for you. So let's go ahead and dive into this topic. So there's really two main questions I'd like to answer for you today. The first one, As a K-Board employee, Kansas Board of Regents employee, how do you invest more socially or environmentally responsible? And second, is there a path you can accomplish these ideas within K-Board's retirement plan? So naturally, we'll tackle that first question. Well, first, what I'd like you to do is on your free time, go ahead and Google the letters ESG, investing, Now, this is a growing category of investment choices that blend environmental, social, and governance factors into investment evaluations. You may hear the term used interchangeably with, oh, maybe with socially responsible investing or sustainable investing. But for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to use the acronym ESG investing to discuss my topic here. So let me break down the three letters here to help better define what I'm going to be talking about. So the first letter E stands for environment. Without going into a ton of details as to how a company qualifies for the letter E, I can simply tell you that a company that does qualify under the letter E 
must perform as a steward of nature. Okay, so now the next letter S, as I mentioned earlier, stands for social. So for a company to qualify for the social part of the acronym, ESG, that company must positively manage relationships with employees, suppliers, customers, and the communities where it operates. Lastly, the letter G, which again stands for governance, deals with a company's leadership, executive pay, audits, internal controls, and shareholder rights. Okay, so I hope you got all that stuff bundled up into ESG. There's a lot more criteria, but again, I'm only doing a fairly short podcast here to just introduce you to these ideas. I tell you what, I'll give you some examples here of companies that you've probably heard of that fit into one of these three areas of ESG investing. Uh, companies like Microsoft, United Health, Applied Materials, and of course, Disney. Now, of course, there are many companies that qualify for ESG investing that you've never heard of that are in specific industries like fossil fuels or just about any clean energy source you can think of. That's become more popular with my clients, just this clean energy, and clients are always wondering, how do, I, how do you go about investing in those types of companies? Companies that are actually uh, traded, for, for one, on the open market, and companies that are hopefully making money or, or in the future prospects of making money. Also, keep in mind, there are many companies and mutual funds out there that may deem themselves as a socially responsible investment, but you really need to rely on a third-party evaluation to really determine if they're accomplishing the things that you are looking for. And there's ways you can do that. Um, some easier, some more a little, little more complicated that get into the nuts and bolts of things. Again, this is more of an introduction, so if you, if you have questions regarding the, um, uh, the criteria or how to search for these types of companies, just let me know, and I, of course, will help you out. Okay, so let's move on here. As an employee of Kansas Board of Regents, how do you go about investing in this, in this manner? Well, there's one path that's pretty simple, and there's another path that, quite honestly, is not as simple. So let's start with that simpler path. If you're over 59 and a half years old, there's a provision in KBOR's retirement plan on the voluntary side that you can transfer your account to an outside vendor or or a company, same thing, like a Charles Schwab, for example. That's what I do for my clients, while you're still employed. Now, the reason this is advantageous is that by doing this, you've opened yourself up to investing in thousands of investments, which, of course, would include ESG type of investments. Now, contrastly, your, your choices are limited while you're within the voluntary retirement plan inside KBOR's plan. So if you're looking to go the ESG route, it's pretty difficult, limited, restricted, however you want to word that, within the voluntary plan. In fact, from my experience, depending on the vendor you choose within the plan, on the voluntary side, you're looking at single-digit ESG options compared to hundreds if you were to execute what's called an in-service rollover to an IRA while you're still working. So on this note, I do have another podcast where I do get into the details about KBOR's employees executing in-service transfers to IRAs. So if you're interested, please make sure you check that podcast out. 
And of course, you can always contact me at my email is greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Phone number 913-521-2381. That is my Kansas City office phone number. Okay, so that was a just a little tidbit on the voluntary side. Uh, the second path, which is a little more restrictive, applies to those that only have mandatory accounts or may have a voluntary as well, but you're, you're under the age of 59 and a half. If this is the case for you, you're kind of stuck with what the KBOR, the Kansas Board of Regents, vendor options have afforded you or have, have given you. So for example, since I'm more familiar with TIAA, which by the way, they want to be called TIA now, they have three investment choices that would be considered socially responsible. However, two of them are considered socially responsible aligned with Islamic principles, not U.S. principles. And of course, there is a difference in criteria that would qualify U.S. investment as socially responsible and an Islamic investment socially responsible. There are a few differences there. So the point is this. There really isn't a great path to invest with ESG principles by only leaving your money in KBOR's retirement plan. Now, like I've mentioned here prior, if you would like help in going over your options, by all means, go ahead and contact me at uh, my email, greg at shepherdfinancial.com, phone number 913-521-2381, or you can find my contact information on my podcast website, which is www.higheredretire.com. Okay, so I know I threw a lot out at you today, but hopefully you got thinking about ways you can invest socially responsibly, and it may entail you taking some intentional actions just to get it done right. All right, folks, I tell you what, thanks for hanging in there with me today, as always. Until next time, this is Greg Shepard with Higher Ed Retire Podcast, telling you to take control of your retirement today. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Just because this episode is over doesn't mean you can't continue your retirement journey. Please visit www.higheredretire.com to see how you can work with Greg or to simply ask him a question. Thanks again. S&A Financial Services is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.